0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Last Man Standing, your friendly neighborhood podcast where we are struggling (laughs) daily to find an answer to the question of what makes a good man. Because believe me, I am trying. This is Isaac. Hmm. Maurice. This is Armando. And we are here today to talk about the age-old conquest and idea Mm. Of the one that got away Oh, definitely But before we even jump into the one that got away Because, believe me, I'm sure we all have At least five or six in our history That we think were the one that <laughs> got Eight. away Ugh. Eight <laughs> 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 Before we jump into that, I just want to have A quick little tidbit of information to throw out there uh, If you have been listening into the podcast You know that I am a avid extreme fanatic for Prince. i got sneakers with prints on them i got books and magazines and pictures i got a tattoo on my neck love that man that's my other dad but i found out something today that um kind of messed me up a little bit oh, really? <laughs> wow i'm walking i just listened to this new podcast it's called uh, the prince experience And they were like spitting out some ideas some facts about him whatever whatever and they started talking about one of my favorite songs nothing compares to you we all know the song but most people remember Sinead O'Connor singing it yes and they didn't even realize that Prince wrote it but he wrote it actually had a recording of it long before she even got a hold of it oh I remember that recording and it's a beautiful song right Mm -hmm. I mean nothing compares to you he talks about how long it's been since she's been gone and how he can't live without her and he can't even get his mind straight. He's going to see a therapist because he you know, needs to get back out there and do things. So real quick, Mondo, nothing compares to you. What do you think about the song? What do you think it's about?
1: What do I think it's about? Man, that's you're exploring a dangerous avenue cuz I am a musician and I mask all my songs and real and real underlying right? things. Like okay. it could be about hook, it could be about hookers. Right? So. you never know. <laughs> yeah.
0: The actual context of the song could be anything. But immediately we think of it like, all right, nothing compares to you. It's, it's a love song. Yeah, so I don't he's know in love with should. somebody. He's in you know, he's yeah. going through some stuff. Nope. <laughs> what is that song
2: about now oh, oh wow what is it's, it about
0: one it's not even written like as a love song it's it's it sounds like it but it's not about love at all at some point <laughs> i can't even think about it without laughing so he wrote this song literally within like two hours mm-hmm. when it happened he was with you know whoever was in his entourage at the time he disappeared into like his bedroom with a notebook Two hours later, came back out with the song. The whole purpose of this song is because he was struggling with his day-to-day life after his housekeeper left.
1: Wow, really? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? kidding me? Nothing compares
0: to you as off a fucking housekeeper. Ha- it's, it's about a maid. Because he was going through some things, you know, they were busy, and his housekeeper was essentially, like, his organizer, his planner. You know? it, it, she was everything. She did everything for okay.
1: him. Okay. So she was the Mrs. She, the
0: Mrs. Potts. More or less. iron yeah, yeah. In there. All right, all right. She, she's Alfred the butler. Okay. So she had to leave for a couple of days or whatever because her father passed away in, like, California or something. Mm-hmm. And he had no idea what to do. So literally, like, it's every day he's asking his entourage, yo, when is Susan coming back? When is Susan coming back? Like, he's losing his mind. And then one day he's sitting at the table and he can't take it anymore. And he snaps, grabs a notebook, and writes this song, Nothing Compares to You, because... All the flowers in the garden, mama, that you planted are dying because you're not here. And I miss you. And I don't know what to do. I gotta go talk to my therapist because I don't know what to do without you. It's literally
1: because he didn't know what to do. Didn't know what to do without his.
2: That That is mind blowing. Damn. That is mind blowing. I was just like, wow. That is one of the best. Romantic songs. in I can't even history. think about romance now. I'm thinking about the dishes done, the trash being take out. But if like, you go back and look first. at the
0: song, everything he's talking about is like, uh, the one part he says, uh, "I know living with me, baby, is sometimes hard," because she's a living, she's a living maid for Prince. Oh, of course, it's hard. <laughs> uh, like I said, all the flowers in the garden are dying because you're not here. Because you're the <laughs> housekeeper, and you. Take and she care must her. be watering the flowers. <laughs> You you cook for me. You clean the house. All these things I've never really had to do for myself in a really long time. I now don't know what to do without you. So it's like Mr. Burns
1: writing a song about Smithers essentially. Is that that's wow. Yes, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. I'm telling you dude. Like,
0: <laughs> and the way that it happened in this podcast like I'm walking to work I'm listening to it and Get I'm the like okay. Out out this to this conversation and then they they play like a snippet of the song and you know me I'm getting all fucking emotional and shit on the way to work. I'm starting to cry. It's like 4 degrees outside. All the tears oh shit. Shit. stop <laughs>
2: everything for And it. then it's,
0: <laughs> this song is about Susan whatever whatever. His housekeeper. I was like yo! <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I was like right at like Third and Spruce. I was I just yelled out like, <laughs> yo! <screaming>. What the fuck? <laughs> oh shit! <clears throat> so that's my little wow factoid for the day. What a nice one! That's... Now go back and reevaluate all your favorite songs and think about what they could actually be about because yeah. that's one of them for me. Another good one. Uh, one of my favorite songs, uh, Matchbox Twenty, 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah that's not even about a woman or a girl it's about his mom and what she was going through while she was having um chemo treatments huh Are you fucking kidding me now when you get a chance tonight YouTube um oh, I have YouTube the acoustic version of him singing that song Makes and now think sense. about him talking about his mom yo I sat in my bathtub
2: crying oh, oh <laughs> this. yo this. that was that picture I liked on IG ah, that's... <laughs> man it's a trip I'm oh like I'm like Isaac be up there half naked. I'm like, ah, it's my dog. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, uh, I get like it. One there. He's getting it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's cute. Oh, there's yeah. Isaac. There's, there's Isaac he in the really? bathtub, combed yeah. beard, <laughs> <laughs> him butt ass, butt ass naked, out looking out, looking out the window and shit. Like, is it sunny today? Man, I hope that's not his front window. <laughs> 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 I, I, I mean, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I did that entirely.
0: I hope he's great. not doing that while it was hilarious. Everybody does that Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Alright. So, in addition to that, <clears throat> we put out some feelers because we are hoping to add a little bit of a more feminine touch. Because I'm feminine as hell, so we need more feminine touch. Yeah. So we put out the feelers for a female co-host. We got a few replies. One of them specifically sent me a message today after I posted a picture to Snapchat. And the, I guess context or the title for the picture, I just said, you know, what makes a good man? And she responded to it. And I think I ended up kind of replaying things in my head for at least an hour or two at work today. Her answer to this of what makes a good man was about equality in a relationship.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Because for her, that's, I guess, what is primarily of importance in a relationship is that everything is equal. This is what fucked me up all day today. Mm -hmm. My marriage, my failed marriage, one of my biggest complaints or arguments or one of those ongoing conversations in our marriage Mm -hmm. was that I needed things to be equal. And it was for everything. It was housework.
1: Yeah, well... It should be equal. Me and you right? go we about it the giving... same way. There's certain yeah. stuff that they do, certain stuff with you do. We can flip it if we need to. Yeah,
2: yeah. And being
1: is, is a big and important part. You know what I mean? At least splitting splitting the weight of the relationship down yeah. is exactly. where that stems from.
0: You know what I mean? So that was a big thing for me in my relationship, in my marriage. And then it got down to like everything else. It went from being housework to being who does what with the kids or how often or how much time you get by yourself and then it got down to like the physical intimate stuff if i'm doing this why aren't you doing this if i'm doing this 15 times a week why are you only doing it once a month it came to like everything you just don't like the
2: subject. dick that's just, you know, just
0: but then that's what happened in my head was like now i'm looking at everything in my life with this woman and thinking like all right it's not equal you're not pulling your weight this is not a 50 50 relationship right it's like i said failed marriage <laughs> it didn't work out in the end mm-hmm. and that's a big reason why but now today after she said this i started evaluating other relationships and then i realized that in my most recent long-term relationship nothing was equal, equal. but i was at a point in my life where
1: like i'm all you were looking for Zen
0: out and yoga i'm you just like, looking for that i
1: accept you for who <laughs> we you <were>. are namaste <laughs>
0: you don't like doing dishes namaste (laughs) right so like now I'm looking at it like damn what happened in my mind what changed for me where I used to be like straight out looking for that 50-50 relationship where we share responsibility for everything and then fast forward four or five years and now I'm like eh you are who you are I am who I am we'll figure it out and then of course we didn't figure it out so my question from her through me, to the two of you. Is that something that is even necessary in a relationship? Does it have to be 50-50? Or are you supposed to accept your partner for who they are and things that they don't do or don't like to do or just aren't capable of doing? Is it something that you are supposed to bicker and argue about until things change because
1: we're humans and we're supposed to change and grow? Uh, I feel like it's... The idea of accepting that it can be a 50-50 split yes. is something that we all want. Yes. You know what I mean? Not ideally, do you think, like in the same aspect, do you think you'll find the perfect person? Or are you going to find that 50-50 split? Probably not. But it's nice to think about and it's nice to want. You know what I mean? If you can get close, that's a good thing. That's, then <laughs> yeah. it depends on how much do you like the person, how much you stand to be around them? Do you like those things? But there are some people that look for support. You know what I mean? They're introverts and extroverts in every sense of the word. So like, I don't know, it's 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 hard to say, but probably
2: not. <laughs> yeah, it's what you're a lot of times what you're really willing to compromise yeah. in a relationship. Cause you could say fifty-fifty, you could be fifty-fifty and somewhere along the line Something there. isn't there. <laughs> Something, yeah, yeah, it's just not there. And and but there's some things they pick up on that others don't do. Yeah. Uh prime, prime, prime example is um I could say my ex uh, great relationship but she never wanted to leave the house she mm-hmm. always wanted to stay at her parents and live in her Nicki Minaj dungeon yeah yeah, you said that my girlfriend now she didn't want to be in the motherfucking house she wanted to be with me mm-hmm. what was the main factor my ex was everything like I could ask for like oh man that was that was great but she was there mm-hmm. and that's all that mattered yeah that's why I chose her was that because you changed yourself
1: see that's
2: see this is that, a, that, that's the a very hell? intense <laughs> question because like <laughs> I, I know I, 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 I know, that, I I cha- that, I know that I've changed right there. I, that yeah, I know, know that there. I've
1: changed I've been in relationships where you know a 50 50 split was exactly what I needed but I've since had to take on bigger values and do yeah. so much more I've had kids you know what I mean like I don't look for that because I have my own. I have more than a fifty-fifty split to take care of from the gate. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's changed me. I become more of a patient person. So I could do like I could do a sixty-forty. That's about as far as I'm gonna go. But <laughs> yeah. even that's asking a little bit. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I, it's it's taught me being patient has has changed that theory for me, where I it, straight down the middle doesn't exactly have to be like that. My patience has grown higher and I've been able that, to accept a lot
2: more. But can anything honestly be straight down the middle? No, hell Probably honestly? not. No. Realistically, no. Yeah. You can't. The 50 50 terminology is just yeah. used. It's an, yeah. it's an idea. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's just like, no, just do the best you, you can in a relationship. As much, yeah, as much if you're you uncomfortable can. with something, you have to express that. But, but you know here you was
0: my issue with that idea. So, my last relationship, she was a performer. Okay. but she was in a band with her ex-husband they, they started the band together I remember, or whatever, okay, whatever. I remember. after she and I got I guess too serious for his comfort it started to become an issue because now in his <sighs> words verbally it was like we were rubbing our relationship in his face because I was showing up to performances and I was sitting there with her on her break and you know all that oh. stuff so it got uncomfortable for everyone to the point where she said she didn't even want to do it anymore so I said babe if I need to get a second job because you need to quit this, then I'll do that. Whatever. It's not 50-50. It's yeah. me doing, you know, 80-90% of the work to keep us stable. But... Is it worth it?
1: <laughs> That's that worth is the it thing. for you? Yeah.
0: Like you just said, it was one of those ideas where, like, if this is what has to be, my patience has grown enough where I'm able or willing to accept the responsibility of 90% like, of the relationship yeah. Yeah. to keep us going. Yeah. But what fucked me up all day today was, like, thinking. It probably seemed like an intimate idea, and it seemed noble at the time. But now, in retrospect of it, It I'm kicking myself in the ass. That wasn't what you wanted. Like, like, dude, why did you even bother? (laughs) So now, again, like I said, I'm trying to figure out, in retrospect of all of it, if the idea of 50-50 is realistic, is not realistic, or if it's just one of those things where... We are pushing the idea so heavily in our minds that we have to look for this 50-50 relationship that we may, in fact, be sabotaging. Yes, I believe so. Our ourselves. Relationships right now. And ourselves. I believe so. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, that's why, I said, like I said before, I'm a big believer in be with your best friend. Yes. When you're with your friend, your friends don't care if you got money to the movies. I'll get you every single mm-hmm. time. Yep. Your friends don't care if you ain't got that car. I got you every single time you want that or you should have that in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck said you can't? Who the fuck said you shouldn't? I should be able to have that to be able to call, to be able to call it, I'm happy with my significant other. People base happiness, you know, completely solely off their self, or they listen to Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith on IG all fucking day. Talk about how their relationship is, and I'm gonna instill that on the me and mine. Like that I'm struggling shit. so hard to not
0: watch that. I want to watch it so bad. I'll No, watch like it's, it's minutes, very interesting minutes minutes. where
2: you sit there and you go, wow, Ugh. like that other person is true. Shouldn't be your root of happiness. Yeah, Motivational yeah. speakers say it. Entrepreneurs, they also say the same thing. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't base it off of like, oh, if you're, like, if you're chasing money, to make you happy. You're never going to be happy because you're never going to have enough. Mm-hmm, true. You, you base it off of what you love to do. I love to do you, girl. I love I like to do with you if, all yeah, the time. If, if
1: that answer is I love you, then... Yeah. Where, mm-hmm. That's really where all it needs that's to be. It. I'm certain, also a firm believer in the same thing. There's also certain right.
2: compromises like when you're with somebody, yeah, man, you have to make me happy. That's mm-hmm. you that's have to. The, yeah. And if you can't make me happy, that's where you sit down and you go, am I doing my part? Or are you doing your part? Am I part? happy because I don't want to be happy?
1: Or it's like, yeah. what's going on here? Because I've, yeah. I've had I've had to do that before where I looked in. The relationship was fine. It was a me thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, it's and a and me there, thing now. It's, just, that's, me. It's, it's hard to find. There's a lot of gray area there, man. This is my, my complex new one.
0: ideology behind it. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer looking for a relationship that is 50-50. I'm not. What I'm looking for now is a relationship where I can give... 50 of me giving myself what I need, 50% of me giving them what they need in their relationship.
2: Ooh. I'm no longer splitting it
0: down the middle for us. I'm splitting it down the middle for for you.
2: Oh, pretty much just being you with them.
0: Exactly. But you have to be happy with it. You have to be happy with...
1: That's
2: a great way to do it. I think everybody's happy at the beginning. I think everybody's happy. Oh, the beginning is great. That's that's what the beginning is. The beginning is great. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what it always is because you you do a little bit more than you're... 50% 50% that you talk to your boy. Oh, your yeah, girl. And it's like, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to cook you dinner, right? But wait, nigga, you ain't never cooked before. I'm going to start cooking now. I learned how to microwave and I've been on YouTube, girl. Like, you start going above and beyond. And then after a while, you retract and then you catch yourself. As long as you just keep doing that, man, you relationship wise, you know, you got to find your gray area. And, and you just got to go work from it. there. Yeah. yeah, that's all you can do.
1: No, that's a good way to look at the 50-50, though. That's that's very a modest way to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm What I'm trying to do is skip
0: past the... Um, <laughs> what do they call uh Your honeymoon grace, phase? The grace oh. period, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to skip the honeymoon phase where, like you said, you're starting out a brand new relationship. You're going above and beyond, beyond yeah. to get them Boy Scout badges <laughs> where you're trying to look good in that relationship. I'm trying to skip that. I'm trying to just right off the bat let you know exactly what I need for myself. If I need, you know, two hours a day to be by myself and do my thing. If I need time to go hang out with friends, because that's important to me, I'm giving you exactly who I am right off the bat. Nice. That's, that's no how that compromise where I'm trying to give you a hundred percent of me. And
1: that's, uh, you're me. right. That's, so. that's how I've been trying to do it. Like, so it all goes with how well you can communicate that in the beginning. Yeah. Cause yeah, like, that I, is very hard I, because like, I, said, you, you recently, push them away recently just been getting into something and like, Right away, I was just like, "Hey, I have. I'm a parent of two kids. There are things that I have to do. There are things that are going to come way before you. Mm-hmm. But I want you to know that you're still in there. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not gonna. Try, I'm not gonna try above and beyond to like break my legs for you because I have these. These ones can't take care of themselves. Yeah. So yeah. I have to worry about me first, then them, then you. And if you can accept where you're at in that role, and like I said, this in the the grace period is the, the best part, and it's good to dial that back because it doesn't make the expectations too high for yourself or the significant other, Yeah. Unless they're fucking crazy, which they all are, <laughs> but you just have to learn what kind of level of
2: crazy you're dealing with and then how to convey I'm, I'm, what you want. I'm gonna slide off track <laughs> a little bit. I know how you say, you know, like kids come first and you know, Absolutely. you gotta take care of them. Absolutely. Actually, kids don't come first. I hate how people say kids come first. You know why? They don't come first. You have, I have, to, come I have to come first. If you yeah. do not come first, you cannot mentally, or physically, emotionally, yeah, take, take care, care of the kids. kids.
1: Yeah. Yo, I mean that goes. That goes. Yeah, to yeah. The we we you know all I mean? say that. Yeah, you know, you know what and, I
2: mean. Oh no, I know exactly what you mean. I I just look at it sometimes. You know, if we talk to someone, I wouldn't even necessarily say, "Hey, you know, I gotta take care of them first, and then we could worry about you." You know, I got two kids, right?
1: Oh, that's usually how that's a, yeah, I, that's yeah, Usually yeah. how I started off. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah, like, I'm fine. I'm I dated a guy with kids. No, oh, no, no, you no. did? How long did that last? Oh, yeah, I'm a, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a parent. Like, not, not one of those 50% yeah. type people. I was like, usually what you hear about how a guy does for kids these days, I do. Like, yeah, I it's get It's different for a guy <laughs> to have kids and be in a
2: relationship. It is. Than it is for a woman. Absolutely. Because I'm just trying to fuck and you got to put your kids to sleep. I'm just going to sit here on the couch and act like they ain't mine because they ain't mine. Mm -hmm. I don't want nothing to do with them little fucktards. Reverse roles. (laughs) 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 that's pretty much just it. And then for men, it's just like, hey, hey, girl, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, kids, 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 kids. Kids, 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 kids. Give her that. Hold on. Hold on. And then she's just like, you're not giving me any attention. bitch. what did I tell you? It doesn't matter. (laughs) What did I tell you? I tell everyone when I meet
0: them or if we're like, you know, initially starting out a relationship or talking. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: One, I got two kids. Two, we have a schedule for everything. everything. Yes. I can oh, tell yeah. you what time we get up, what time we eat every meal of the day, what time Ooh, they go to bed. Yeah. I'm not Fruture. even available for you until about 9.15, 9.30 at night.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And I got to go to work in the morning, so you got a good two hours out of today Yep, to maybe initiate a relationship with me. If you like, you said if you can't handle where yep. your position is in all this, <laughs> then it's not going to work,
2: period. Yeah, that's your e You're the master of timing. That's yeah, going right to work. That's another thing that I
1: I'm really. <laughs> you got a time stone, because otherwise I've <laughs> I got thought <laughs> out there in case you need to use it. Um, yeah, that's a that's a point in time where that's coming to realize a whole bunch of stuff with that. um when it comes to taking care of the kids, that's always, that's something that comes naturally, but like when it comes yeah. to a relationship, that's something that you gotta find out that's new each time you get into a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that changes and you have to learn how to adapt to the person. And like I, I have a very strict rule, so does she, if we date people, our kids are not involved with that aspect mm-hmm. of our lives. So that window that's like two hours is even shorter. Cause I don't want my kids around you because I'm not trying to have an imprint of you until I know for a fact that you're gonna be around like a permanent addition. Yeah, yeah. And you don't just wait six months to find out somebody's a permanent addiction, yeah, addition, you know what I mean? Like
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: You have to it's a it's a process. Yeah. I don't want anybody around my kids that I don't wanna have around my kids. So we're gonna find out if I wanna have you around me first before I can have you around my children. True.
0: Yeah. True.
2: Definitely. I'm just used to not even caring, like not in a sense of not really caring, wrong trust words. Just Have an analyzer I, like that? Yeah, I can analyze a person and read them mm-hmm. and understand where they're at mentally. You know, I'll mm-hmm. say something ignorant. Say something funny. Say something smart. Delve into a topic. Oh, okay, yeah, you're bonkers. <laughs> Usually that that, yeah, right. that clears everything up for yeah. me, you know? You're not yeah. going to be around them. <laughs> you know, how are you with my kid? Do you talk to my kid? Do you engage with my kid? Or are you just, hey? And then, mm-hmm. like... Another and then you put your like, head down, like what the what the fuck, bitch! You Better act like you know. Are they are they too, doing man.
1: that to the kid for you? Is another interesting question. Like yeah, that's how, what how, always worries see, me. how well you can see how well you can see that coming, because like you never know. Because women fucking like they, they're mad, they're good at masking emotions, but they're masters of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're me, masters of masking story. emotion.
0: So I was dating someone not that long ago, maybe a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. We kind of sort of dating we knew it wasn't going to be like too serious because we both said we didn't (laughs) want anything serious yeah right but the thing was we were kind of friends before that so I was cool with her being here and like being around the kids I was cool with meeting her kids (laughs) everything was great right everything's beautiful and nice everywhere we go we're having a good time we're laughing we're smiling one day that flip that switch flipped
1: yeah that's what I don't want (laughs) we were here
0: we were at the house and she was having like a rough day. She had like a really bad migraine, whatever, whatever, whatever. It was time for us to get up and go do something. And flip the fuck out. She had to say it like two or three times to her kid, to you know get Calm up, down, get your stuff, get, get some, some shoes do her on. Things. When he didn't do it, I saw the real version come out. Mm-hmm. She said something like, no, "Blah blah blah. If you don't get the fuck up and get your goddamn shoes on to get in that fucking car," and but before the sentence was even over. She caught herself and her eye switched over and caught me in the corner of her of her eye. And she realized that, oh shit, I'm still here and he's still watching.
1: I it. just messed up. Yeah. Because she knew this what, that wasn't what you were looking for. Yeah. You know because I mean? right off the bat. Like, you no, say no that, joke. I, pi- I picture no. spotlights in my head. Like, it's no already joking. on her. Then she realized yeah, you know, yeah, spotlight yeah. on him. Exactly what happened. <laughs> I sat there and my
0: mind went back to this podcast. To that episode where we did that questionnaire. Uh-huh. And I said, the one thing that I hate the most... Is parents that yell and curse at their kids kids like they're adults. Yeah.
2: I sat there for four seconds. I'm used to that.
0: This ain't gonna work. This is not
2: it. Then how I'm I'm used to that. Because I had it happen to me. Me too, but that's the thing. That's why I don't want it. I didn't have to do that to my oldest. All I had to do was talk to him. Same way I felt as though it should have been done for me. Yeah. My youngest? Oh hell no. Co- I will kid. fuck you up <laughs> if you do not pick that thing. Shut up, you meanie. Like he'll yo, he'll talk back. Beating his <laughs> ass. Side note gets him to go like this back at me. Uh, but when you're calm with him, would be a little bit mad. Calm with him. I'm sorry. Well, you,
1: yeah. That's that's nurture versus nature, man. That you just you just solved
2: yeah. that whole problem but, with but, nurture. Um
1: yeah, I, know. I got a bull tattoo right
2: here. I'm a Taurus, man. I am hard headed and I don't play that shit. <laughs> I, I use some tactic tactics that my mom used. Old school? Yes. School. But I usually tell you if I tell you as a parent and you're like, no, you stop it. Then you, you. And I'm just like, hold the fuck up. You ain't finna keep talking. About it. You don't know who I am. You
0: don't realize.
2: Yeah. And then his mom lets it go and then he'll be calm after a while. But I'm used to, motherfucker, you better do what I say. Like, because he'll be disrespectful. He'll he'll nitpick. Amira, like, she was helping him with his homework right before I came here. Uh, Mommy, no, no, you didn't say that. Uh, Boy, you yell at your your mom again, and I'm going to knock your ass out. That's one of the
1: things that gets me mad is when they start yelling at her.
2: Hush up, meanie. You stop it. And I was like, boy. And I was just like, you know what? Forget that. I ain't even going to yell at you. I'm just going to take his, you know take the money off his uh, uh smash brothers game on friday um, he ain't getting there for happy holidays
0: all right so we are back and for the most part what we are going over in this topic or this portion of the show was just the idea of bringing children or bringing someone into a relationship with us when we have children and what that means for us and how long some of us might wait to even introduce a person to our children Or vice versa. And how that can actually affect a relationship. And I'll say this real quick. Like I said, my last serious relationship, we lived together. I'm a full-time dad, so my children are here with me. And at one point in the relationship, like I said, she had to quit her job. And I had to start working two full-time jobs. So I was literally working anywhere from 90 to 120 hours a week. Mm. I was home and just to sleep I came home took a shower slept I went to job one in the morning came home either took a nap or changed clothes and then went to job job two two, that's what I do Mm. like I wasn't here so it was literally that whole 50-50 idea Mm. that's what it was in my head it was 50-50 I'm going to work times two to support us as a family Mm -hmm. your 50% of this bargain in the relationship is to take care of home and the kids Mm -hmm. But that's where things kind of screwed up, I think. That's a big part of what happened in that relationship, I think, mm-hmm. is that 50-50 might have worked in a sense or an idea for the relationship, but it didn't work for us as people. Mm-hmm. You know, She wanted to be who she was and do the mm-hmm. things that she wanted to do, but in 50-50 legitimately okay. meant staying at home and taking care of the kids. Maybe that idea didn't go over so well as we thought it was going to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. so like i said 50 50 relationship might sound like a good idea but if you are not being straight up with who you are and what you really want in that relationship it is destined to fail
1: that's well, good that you learned that you
2: know what I mean? yeah lesson learned now yeah. <laughs> well you have to you have to live a lesson to learn a lesson you know, totally you know What i mean yes yeah, some, some of it a lot of it that can help is understanding are you willing to understand that other person mm-hmm. and what they need um Cause you can look at it 50, 50 and be like, ah, oh, we don't get enough. I don't need, I may say 50, right. 50. I might want 50, 50, but if you give me these couple of things, I think I could look because so It's the 45% that I need. Yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah. That's what just I'm understand <laughs> I need this. Me, I'm a sucker for affection. I need, I need affection. I need, I need to just mm-hmm. feel some type of appreciation or love. So I'm trying to scratch my socks, cat Um, <laughs> something. And then I could. I'm completely fine with, babe. You at home chilling, doing your thing. I'm always okay mm-hmm. with that. I just, I just have to have certain things to help me get through. To, those are my. I don't know. I don't know what's a good word to say for it. Curriculum. No, no, no. Like emotional. Like I definitely need those. Um. I definitely need that that attention. Anchor. Yeah, and okay. I, I need that anchor. That. I need something to hold me, man. Because otherwise, I'm. And now I'm gonna be the upset person. Oh, you don't fucking do your half. You don't do your. I can't say that to her no more because now she's driving. Before it was, she didn't drive. <laughs> now her ass is driving. She's looking at me like you gonna cook, nigga. I'm like all right, all so. right, all right. Well, she gets food stamps next week, nigga. We'll see. I'll be youtubing it in the kitchen. Babe, it's just burning a little bit. It's just a little uh, bit crispy. Come help. All right. Hey, it's rice. I know. <laughs> the one that got away. The one that got
0: away. Oh. <laughs> Like I said to a few people, the idea of the one that got away
1: confuses me a little bit. I mean, like *Moby Dick* and *Man in the Sea*.
0: Because you never really know what it is what that it you're is. chasing yeah. or what you really want. Mm. So the one that got away, I'm not sure if that means the person that I, you know, was crazy about and never had the courage to say something to, or what is could that the have one been. That got away? Yeah. Or is the one that got away the one that I was in a great relationship with, but I was still young and dumb, so I screwed it up. So like what you could have been or what you could have had
1: exactly those those I, I look you at what know, you what have could been. have had what you
2: could have had with with the different ones okay Rocio, definitely what would, 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 um what I could have had okay. that that yeah. with her see I, I just know envisioned. that's so sincere envisioned. you just you look
1: you look at the whole I can see you look at the whole past <laughs> yes, relationship yeah. a in a flash of your <laughs> yeah, eyes right he just went, wow <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> See, that's an interesting fact. Cause I like, cause it brings up a lot of emotions from people that they often forget because yes. of memory. You know what I mean? Or where your current state is. Yeah, at, you know what I mean? Because yeah. we look, uh, every, our we're creatures of habit, and once we get into a certain habit, we start picking stuff and deleting the ones that we don't need. You know yes. what I mean? That's that's where we go, and maybe in some point in time, with that, is where that idea lies. Maybe I deleted the idea of what I wanted to have or what it could have been, but it made me, you know, you look at it nowadays and if you actually get that chance for the what you could have had type of thing, would it be what you wanted? Damn. You could take a look at it in person and be like, wow, that was not what I expected. It was the worst thing to ever had. There's happened. a lot of those. Yeah, my you know Facebook. what I mean? <laughs> Well, imagine if you would have stuck with it. They're, oh, yeah, yeah. Think See about See, that's it. a big thing. That's what stops me in
0: my tracks when I have to think about the one that got away. If I you look stuck at with it, what, who they how are now yeah. and where they are, how they what develop. they're developing, and I have to wonder, like, all right, yes, if we were still together, some things might be different. But ultimately, what I'm looking at right now is who that person is without you. That's nice. the direction they were going in, regardless. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have worked out too well because I'm looking at you like, ooh. Um, no. Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah. You really and like they, being stuck where you are, don't yeah.
1: you? Yeah. Yes. It,
2: well, there's... there's Holy Man, number, there's... Oh, <laughs> <see>? That's <laughs> just a good one. That's exactly. a great way to say it. Exactly. Wow. You That's still... stuck in um, your ways, girl. It's almost like the chick in high school that you always wanted, like... There was plenty of chicks in high school always had a crush on you. Oh, you always... I always had a crush on you. Well, damn, bitch, why ain't you say that? Nigga, why ain't you say nothing? I'm her? so glad and you, you... you're both sitting there, so and then you look glad. at them a couple years about... Eight years later and six thugs. Yeah, them bitches, yeah, yeah, mm mm-hmm, oh no. God, now, you, now you want me? I'm glad you said that because that literally happened to me. Like,
1: not even, I told you, this was going on when I was working over at Brewers. Literally that situation happened where, like, the girl that I was trying to get all throughout high school and it just didn't work out because I was seeing somebody or she was seeing somebody. Otherwise, I flipped yep. the script and went with her immediately, right? Ended up going to uh, a party and my band was performing there. So I go up and I, we, we do our thing. We get off the set. And this girl that I remember that I was always chasing in high school was there. Mm-hmm. Didn't say much. She barely said a goddamn thing to me. Right. Two days later, get a text message from her. Hey, what's going on? Do you want to hang out? With this is that. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's what I did <laughs> now. This is where one of those things happened. Like I started we started having like probably the best fucking it was like the best dates that ever i had ever been on in my life and i don't know if it was a nostalgia because i remembered her back then Mm -hmm. because at this point in time this is eight eight ten years after high school you know what i mean like i've been to college and i'm i've been a working man as well as like a family man for the last five fucking years she has kids of her own you know what i mean she had she had one kid of her own but she was like um this is eventually what ended up breaking the relationship up but uh she her kid ended up being like special needs in the end like the kid had like very violent epilepsy. It's yeah. the sweetest little girl, but like she would have seizures and stuff like that. And eventually it came to a point, which I still respect to this very day that she did, but she was just like, I cannot be the person that I want to be for you and be there for her. Yeah. And I was Man. like, shit. I, and that's it. that hurt. I mean, it hurt that's, because it yeah. was everything I was, everything was going fine <laughs> in the relationship until like, and I, I, had, I had no choice but to let her go. But would that have been the right thing to stay? You know what I mean? Would it would it have caused the rift and ended up fucking everything up, regardless? Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Because so something have would have been
1: off. neglected. Yeah, something some, would have been off, and there's no way you can't you can't needs, address her that. needs or the kids' needs yeah. or all three. Or it could have hurt your up. kids. To yeah, that's seeing a, that all yeah, the time, yeah. not
2: fully understanding.
1: Yep. And that was one of the things, like, uh, yeah. Lorelai and her fucking, they were good They were good kids together. That was the only time that I ever did that. Mm-hmm. Like, had them around, and it was kind of sad because my kid had to constantly see this kid in a, in a hospital, which was like, that was fucking her
2: up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stress of the real world. Yeah, man. It takes in hard. <laughs> yeah, it does. Right in the nuts. God damn. But
1: then there's other ones. Like I said, I've been in other relationships where I was just like, my high school sweetheart. When I get through back together with her again. Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) And there's other ones where I'm like, damn, I really should have stayed. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm like cursed when it comes to this. When it comes to relationships, like long-term relationships of mine, they always end up being wildly successful immediately after they leave me. I don't know what it is. I don't know what I did to the devil, but... (laughs) They're usually (laughs) unsuccessful after they leave me. Let me tell you, dude, like the one of them, the girl that I went to to my high school sweetheart, she ended up being like a... an ambassador for the US Embassy to Spain and like an international translator. Right? That's what she did. This is right after the relationship. Like she kept on going to school for like a few more months, got a degree, got another degree, and then started working for the embassy. The other one, uh she's a heart surgeon now. She ended up she was going to Hunter and then she, we we had a long-term relationship here while she was here. She transferred back out to New York, finished at Hunter and became a fucking cardiologist. A famous cardiologist. <laughs> The one that I dated after her ended up being the youngest female uh director to be nominated for an Emmy. Fucking crazy. <laughs> Unlucky directed? I get uh, huh? Yeah, I
2: hope you was directing that pussy in was, the right direction. I was trying. Oh, <laughs> was, apparently it was a notes keeper there for a sequel. <laughs> like my, my dick didn't win an Oscar? No. I don't but even I mean, think like, you got best supporting cop. And like it know. was that's the worst thing. Like I mean, was I the
1: distraction to the to success there? Like, fuck, man. Oh, could've man. Was, was that it? You know what I mean? And that's one of the things that I think about, the one that got away. Like, how... Because I would have been with the one that's, that's, that
2: has an Emmy. You She's, rich. <laughs> you She's rich. you could have been. You could have been the one that they looked at and just went, yes, this is Absolute, everything. Absolute, yes. But I don't want this right now. Yeah. I want that career.
1: And that's, that's what I mean. I always keep finding them in the midway point. That's the shittiest part. Because <laughs> when they're successful, they ain't gonna want my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> could, <laughs> yeah. One be. of the last...
0: Um, podcast episodes that I did by myself mm-hmm. I was talking about like old relationships and like the lessons that I learned in them and whatever and whatnot and in one of them I was actually talking about for me the idea of the one that got away mm-hmm. the only reason that we are no longer together was totally me totally my fault because I felt like her staying with me would have held her back from her real goals and what she was doing in life So once I realized that, I started getting really uncomfortable, really insecure with myself because I felt like for as good as our relationship was, for as beautiful as we were together, I felt like I was nowhere near what she needed in life to be who she could really be. You know, like like I was holding back her destiny in a sense. But you realized it. I realized it. good thing. But the thing is, like, I don't know if it was like a realization or if it was just 110%
1: insecurities on my part. So you don't know if you did it mm-hmm. out of necessity for yourself or ultimately. Ultimately if you were just trying to help them. Yeah. But the thing is
0: now, I'm this is you know, we were together as a couple for a while towards the end of high school or her beginning college, and then we broke up and then we got back together, and that's where I made that decision to, to stop. Mm-hmm. But I can go and talk to her and see her right now, and she's doing exactly what I knew she was, was going to do. And that's what messes me up so bad because, I mean, when I say this was by far the most successful relationship I've ever been in, I mean that like 100% to a T. Everything we did together, communication was on point. Point. Yeah. It was what you wanted. The emotional support, on point. I had Mm. children. Honestly. She was fantastic with them and they loved her, on Mm. point. The physical relationship, hand to God, on point. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs>
0: Everything about it was beautiful, except for the idea that I could not get out of my head that... You were holding her back? She was destined for so much more...
1: Than what you could offer.
0: Not just what I could offer, but for where I saw my life going. Like, I've always been more or less the same person. I'm very like family-oriented. I want that quote-unquote American dream. I want to uh-huh. work, house, home, live a good life. Yeah. She you- was... Politically motivated
1: and wanted to change the world and do big things, and mm-hmm. I knew that you did the yeah. best possible thing that anybody who seeks that kind of love for somebody could have ever done for. Yeah,
0: and that's what I let her be wholeheartedly yourself. want to believe. You let, you but at let the same some time that it, 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 hurt, it hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> in the back of my head is like, "Fuck, I I let that you fucked oh. yourself," <laughs> yeah. because again, helping God, her, you, know, you can
2: do similar. it. Yeah, just you know. It's going back to, oh, okay, I can't believe I'm going to say this. That Will and Jada shit that they always talk about. <laughs> you can do it with, like, somebody, and, and you don't always have to be on the same page, but you can still be together and be able to push that person and see it in yourself. Some yeah. I don't even think, I think you're right. It was some of your insecurities that probably kept you from it, because it sure as hell wasn't her. Did she make that decision, or you made that decision? It was totally me. Wow that's why I say
0: like a big part (laughs) of it is like I knew that she was so accepting of who I was and where I was in life and what my path was. And it could have been or probably would have been great. But for me, I could not let myself go. Do that to her. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't do it to her.
2: See. And God, I regret it
0: so fucking bad.
2: There's the (laughs) other two. There's two. I'm I'm gonna put two out there. One was an ex from what? Oh, 06, maybe? Yeah, oh, 06. Oh, I even forgot about the other one. that's it's not. There's three. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get to the first one. <laughs> Dated this girl for about eh, six, eight months. Uh, Same age, both 26. She was a virgin. A Catholic, strict family. Very outgoing. How I met this woman, I highly doubt anybody in their right mind. It it was from a fairy tale. We're at the club, aka the old Sheridan, the Crown. Oh, the crown. And I'm on the dance. Floor. I'm on one side of the floor. She's, She's on, on the, on the other. other side of the floor. She see me. I see yeah. her. Oh man, eyes locked. And time we lock. Ow. And we both literally walk to the right middle to of other. the dance floor. <laughs> And remember, I'm a big black dude, and she, she's a short Hispanic girl. She's a little bit chunky, but she's sexy in a mug. And we went nose to, like, face to face. I swear. magical, you. man. That's it, a magical moment. Thank you. Was ma- one of the I can most, see that in my head, man. That's crazy. The most <laughs> magical moment since probably, like, having my kids. I, no relationship or woman. Ever compared. Current girlfriend, future girlfriend. Unless I, you bringing Aliyah back from the dead, that sh- ain't nothing going <laughs> to compare to that. Mm-hmm. And me and her dated And we talked And she was just like Next level She was a uh, She was a bank teller And then like A couple months later She ended up being a, An accountant Then she was Ended up being Damn. A head accountant And she, she was just, Climbing the you know, ladder The whole time Yeah she's just Climbing and I'm just Where was I sailing. I think my podcast Was at Comcast <laughs> it's just, just you early on You're cruising She's sailing Yeah yes. <laughs> I'm just like Yeah going Following the Repertoire You know The home The house yeah. The Family, American dream. Doing the whole square like a thing. fucking robot. Yep. And one thing that actually pushed me away from her, I think, was uh we had a conversation because at the time I wasn't with my son's mother and and we talked and I asked her, hey, how do you feel about having kids with somebody? And then you know, you god forbid, but you end up breaking up. And she was like, "Oh well, honestly," and I was like, "Yeah, just be honest." Well, well, fuck him. He'd never see the baby ever again. Damn. I changed the name, wow. and he's paying child support. Fuck Damn, him. He like, ever wow, leave. you gotta go. Oh, wow. that's what I said. Dude, we gotta. You go. have to leave. I was like, "Uh, yeah." Oh, no. um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm supposed to go. meet up with my boys right now. I'll talk Babe, to you. Can later. I hit you up later and fake lovey dovey a couple yeah. minutes, and then just gradually dwindled, faded, and just away. faded away from her. All of a sudden, we you gradually you started think. talking again. Came to the house drunk. Uh-huh. Wanted to fuck. I didn't want to. Of course not. I looked back and was like, I should have. I should have. Now, that was my, to me, I felt as though the one that got away was because uh, looking at her now, she's very successful. She does have a little girl, and she's now with the dude. She wasn't like that. Well, she ended up not being like that. Nope. She was a bitch, but not as... I'm going to change your name. You're never going to see the baby. She just... Oh, she yeah, probably... I'm just putting you on child support. I'm like, oh, that's, that's nothing. She wasn't mean to the but guy, nothing. Well, would she have been like that with you? No. No woman is ever like nice. I don't do that. I don't do that. No, bitch. When you date me, you're going to end up doing that. Well,
1: like, uh, I the my kid's mom is, like, very... She's a victim of the whole child support thing like that so like really yeah that's that's why I get the kids during the week oh she had no problem there was no contest with that at all she was like you can have them all the all the week during the week if you want I'll get them on the weekends you oh, know what shit. I mean because she was literally evicted she didn't get to see Her father Because of that He was in he was in jail Because he was just Trying to pay to see her You know what I mean yeah. My first and baby mom Did hurt. that too
2: That shit hurts no, But my first baby mama Did that too Yeah Her dad was on child support And they lived in Pottstown And couldn't really see the kids uh-huh. Couldn't really see them as much And guess what ended up happening Huh I would never put you on child support. We broke up. She listened to other people and put my black ass on child support. I
1: mean, this has been like I was paying six fifty a month. We here, haven't, we haven't <laughs> been in a relationship in like four years. So like,
2: but, if it if it ain't come already, I don't really think it's coming. Yeah, yeah, come, you I understand you that. Um, uh, I just think things could have been different. Had yeah. I stayed with her. had, I you know, bucked up in a sense. That's a really good one though. That is a. Yeah, but yeah, but the fact that you're a twenty six year old virgin, you're into me. The way that we met, our conversation. Nah, everything doesn't, doesn't... was on point. You did not <laughs> care crazy. how my home was. If it was a mess, babe, I hope you clean. She cared about you.
0: Yes. You know and what It though? scared me? This is something I just recently, like, I'm coming to terms with it and I truly, truly believe it. If it is too good to be true, it's too good to be true. You sure about that? Because it happened again. I met a... It worries the hell out of me. My last real <laughs> relationship. Anybody on the outside looking in would have been like, yo, that is perfect.
1: Yep. Both do yoga. Lock that down. <laughs> yes. 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 Everybody all like, over uh, here. Lock
0: that down. Everyone <laughs> looked at it from the outside and was like, yo, you guys are like magnificent together. Everything is perfect. Same thing. When we got together, it was all fairy tale shit. Yeah. Our first date, New Year's Eve. Wow. Our first kiss, <sighs> she was on stage performing. That clock got to midnight. I walked in front of the stage, pulled her down, we kissed. Everything was That magic. shit is magical. Fuck this, yeah. And like I said,
2: all, you, should, all you needed her to do is run last at you. Bit of it and was Patrick Swayze. Baby doesn't sit in the corner.
0: I <laughs> hate the time of my life. That's all you needed to happen. That all of it was magic and nice from the outside looking in. The reality of it was, like I said, that 50-50 idea of a relationship, her fifty-fifty with herself was not there with you. <laughs> it wasn't ready. All the things that she thought she wanted in a relationship yeah. and in life, I was there and ready to give to her. She wasn't really ready
1: for all of it. Yeah. I had one that was like that where I was, I, you know what I it was, it was perfect. The relationship was perfect for me. Same aspect. Everything physical was cool. I usually don't have a problem with the physical, but
2: everything yes, physical I had was cool. one with the other one. <laughs> I, yeah. I was,
1: I, like I, Everything was cool, but like it, fucks me up because the whole relationship was perfect f- for me but I wasn't ready for it. I was not I don't in- think I
2: was ready for mine either. Yeah, I, I think that second one I was going to I wasn't ready, ready for it. it was, how so I wasn't, how,
1: how so were you ready? I was just starting out being like I'm in like two years into being a parent this girl was uh, a musician going to college you know what I mean just like myself like she I'm a bass player right she mm-hmm. when I first met her one the things that made me crazy about her is just like she had a bass club tattooed on her and I was just like that's the symbol my whole life has represented and like she was very much so similar to myself you know what I mean Um, very extroverted very you know outgoing Um, there was just a lot of stuff that like linked up perfectly. All those stars look like they're aligning. Yes. And it's magic. Yeah. Like I said, there was no problem with the physical it. part at all. Like, it was, yeah. everything was cool. You know what I mean? She could drink like hell. That was awesome. <laughs> she could smoke her face off. Awesome. <laughs> Most girls smoke go to sleep. I'm not used to that. Yeah. She was ready to, like, watch a movie, have a conversation, let's go out at midnight, go get something to eat, snack on. One of those kind of girls. You know what I mean? Don't think I was ready for it. I had other stuff going on that Oh, I knew had to oversee it. And I. what's weird is, she got rid of me. And I think that's because she saw that I wasn't ready for it. So, and I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I knew I wasn't ready for it. And it was it was a bitch letting that go. Yeah. But it's better to see it for what it was. You know what I mean?
2: But then that that's that one I wouldn't even say that wouldn't even be the one that just got away just because you knew you understood. Yeah. It was a place in your life in a moment in time that you don't think you was ready for it. Instead of more so, you just made like a bad decision. Mm. Yes. Right. I, I don't right. think I'm on her level. I'm with you. <laughs> oh, you don't want to. All right, then you're lost. Success. Yeah. Can I calm down? No. Okay. All right. it, sometimes it can it can be like that. It just you could just like how you said, uh, uh, um, uh, like how she, like if she was successful and you wasn't ready, it. I mean, I was with a woman that was successful and shit seemed like it was good and, you know, the physical was was okay. Good enough. You know? <laughs> it was just good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just want to be able to get yeah. by with that. Yes. <laughs> that was fine. It was more so, I ain't never date full-on-fledged Asian chick that worked in a nail salon all day long and left your three kids at home with mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was right after I dated the other girl. You're back in a relationship. Okay, now we get back to the kid factor. not with your kid all the time. I'm with your kids more. I'm giving you the free cable. Uh You take good care of me. My boys like her. Everybody like her. Man, y'all look good together. All the other street niggas want to holler at her. She's like, nope. But? Bye. Definitely line up. <laughs> I couldn't just because... I didn't really see a future. That's an important
1: thing. For you to recognize that means you never did shoot yourself. Yeah, you never did uh, take the chance to shoot yourself in the foot. And uh, you saw, you saw it being. I seen happiness. Oh man, this is great. Yeah, she's pulling me. Then it falls off. Yeah, it was just like that. Yeah, that yeah. sigh yeah. means a lot. You know what's gonna happen.
2: You are
1: acknowledging it, and yeah. you don't want it to happen. And I, and I seen. seen
2: I seen some other things happen. A lot, a lot of it too was, you know, not being able to spend time with the kids. Now she runs her own business and she got free time. It can't keep a man to save her life, but you know what I mean. You see that, and you just go, "Oh man, if you'd have just waited about seven years, something like that." But but like you said,
0: seven years later, she's successful, but she's also not in a relationship because she can't keep anyone Yes, down. she can. No, so, she yeah, understand. she might be successful, but that might be taking up 100% of who she is as a person. She might not have time and energy for yes, anything and else. And so that,
1: that's was, why her, she's that was her winning. sacrifice for it. Yeah. Uh, Do you think you could have been able to be around for that yes.
2: sacrifice? The one thing I give myself the biggest attribute is I... You're accepting. No. Uh-huh. I more so get women to, to ex- accept... Yeah, to accept to All accept right. me yes, and they're willing to go why well, don't you usually date guys and I don't you know how girls be like I don't usually do this nah bitch yeah you do no, I with know, me I, I know and they, they know I do, you do or I'll talk to a bestie and then they'll be like no they really never did you better not hurt her like she's really yeah, good she's yeah. really it and I'm like holy shit I, I guess I just am I'm the shit you, you know yeah. I just I, I, I really don't know I mean I mean the only the only one I ever look back on that I ever look back as the the one true one that got away was my ex, cause I I did fuck up and cheat on my girl for her, at the beginning of our relationship. But the main reason why I didn't I wouldn't want to be with her is you know I felt as though there needed to be an end. Not just cause her family don't like niggas. Um, that was a big wh- problem for me. I was yeah. white girls my whole life. I go god damn But You're Puerto Rican. You're Puerto Rican, and her dad's her dad's darker than me. Oh man. And. And it was like, you got to understand The conversation, Angie's
0: cousin Yeah, yeah Nick you understand? Yeah. And we are back for part three Of the conversation Of the one that got away So here's my question Like I said, I'm listening to my story I'm listening to your stories I'm not sure if anyone else is making these connections The way I am in my head Because my head is weird And weird things happen <laughs> But what I'm hearing and what I'm thinking about is, I want to know how much of a role this plays in keeping a relationship or deciding to distance yourself from a relationship or just flat out going for it. I heard my story of me wanting my one that got away to be successful and to have everything that she was capable of i pulled back because i felt like i was not there yet like i wasn't where i wanted to be in life i didn't have what i wanted so to have ready, essentially so i'm hearing you talk about how these women are successful after oh yeah you. absolutely <laughs> so again how much of that is maybe the relationship didn't work out because they weren't where they wanted to be or needed to be maybe you weren't where you weren't wanted to be i'm hearing you talk you're talking about these relationships and what happens during them. That yeah. last relationship we talked about, you said could have been fantastic and amazing and beautiful, except yeah. she wasn't going for the things in life that you were going for. Yeah. So how much does that really pay attention? I mean, how much does that um, really factor into in part that question? onto it? Because I'm looking back at it and I'm thinking like, you know what? She was on the path to being who she wanted to be And maybe if I had been a little more on my own path to being what I wanted to be, maybe we could have met down the middle. And maybe I wouldn't have been as insecure about not being enough for her. Hmm. So what happens in the future? Maybe that's why people start coming back into your life and jumping on Facebook and Instagram and sending you messages. Because now they're a little happier with themselves. So now maybe they feel like their situation is good enough to pair with yours maybe they're not doing too well right now but they're looking at you and thinking damn he came up he's now the kind of man that I wanted or that I do want in my life (laughs) that I didn't realize I wanted back then
1: do you want to know something that's doing that for me now this is really crazy a podcast really yeah a couple like it's funny because like some of the girls over the club Mm-hmm. listen to the podcast and like a few of them now they talk to me with like real flirtish tones and i'm always the same mm-hmm. as i'm saying as i've always been you always nasty get the fuck away from me but, <laughs> <I wish laughs> but that's how i am with the, You know what i mean it's, it's a different persona at the club i'm not supposed yeah. to be, i'm not supposed to be a happy person yeah, yeah. There, you know what i mean that's a mentality that i have to keep because i'm yeah. trying to keep my own safety there as well as theirs but something that is kind of like they see me as a come up through this you know what I mean? Because like they're, they're getting
0: hap- more of you.
1: Yeah, that's They get to actually hear who you are who and how you think yeah. and without having to say anything to them. Yeah. I haven't without. had to say a goddamn thing to anybody, but they know more about me than most people do, which is strange. You know what I mean? But
0: to me, again, that's very much <laughs> like that that social media thing. How uh-huh. people who don't really know you, don't really communicate with you, can look on social media and develop this idea of what Love your you. persona actually is. They can look at pictures and think, "Oh, he's got this he's got that he's, he must be doing good in life oh, that's a come up. life. let me get on him and let me talk to him yeah. and see where he's going at maybe I can jump in on that but they don't really know until they start to actually hear, hear. you talk about
1: it yeah absolutely and then suddenly everything yeah. changes or once, they, or once they're in it once they, they, they know what or actually aside from the image that you put out, because like we are realistic. realistically we're always being ourselves on the show but yeah. regardless this is a persona this is only something that people know so much about of us. Of, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean it's still so not like a relationship we're all the secrets we're out. projecting an image you know yeah, what I mean yeah. and although it may be an image that's focused on the less desirable it's actually kind of the more frequently needed thing
2: you know yeah. what I mean yeah. Was, yeah it needs to get brought to light yeah, yeah. Just,
1: cause I
0: mean I'll say Again, this is just me talking about me. What people hear on this podcast is not me. What people see on Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. is not, not me. me. When I'm at home That's and I'm comfortable show, and I'm doing 110% me, I'm sitting on the couch reading a book, quiet as shit. I don't really do much. I don't really say much. I'm a homebody. I stick to myself. <laughs> I mean, I don't get me wrong. Like I love... The communication side of things like if you want to sit down on my couch and have a conversation for the next four hours i'm on it i'm oh, yeah. in it everybody oh i'm definitely down for but it. i fucking hate small talk i would rather sit in a room and wow. just be together than bullshit small talk wow let see that is that is a, that is a, the image of a that's persona a, that's given off yeah same I mean, honestly i mean you never had i mean well you might kind of make the assumption but like you've never actually worked with me at work Dude, You're I'm singing, I'm yeah. dancing, I'm doing yeah. my thing. But as soon as I clock out, I'm quiet. I don't really say much. I don't really do much. I walk home. I do my own thing. Chill. I'm writing in a journal or a notebook. I'm reading a book on the couch. I don't.
2: I'm not that. I'm quiet because I play video games. But for <laughs> the most part, like I'm at work, I'm pretty much like the same person. Yeah. But I can't be Maurice at work. Well, yeah, you have to have that. That's your a distraction. You yeah, you're like totally you said, you bringing can't up a whole
1: nother person. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm like, like, both of my jobs are way different. The person I have to be there. Like, when mm-hmm. I'm at work, at, when we're working together over in the restaurant, I could be lively, I could be loud, I could be whatever the fuck I want to be. Yeah. I can't be that person because that gives off the wrong idea at my yeah. other job. Yeah. Then they yeah. act up, and I have to get physical. I don't want to do that.
2: <laughs> that's, that's. But I me, I think at That home, was probably my problem with doing security. Goddamn, just too damn nice.
1: I I, just, I I am a very nice person. I know exactly what you mean. I had to cut that out so early because <laughs> I was see. I saw where it was going. But I know everybody. It's, but it's like it like was hard. hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Louis, I know you, you
2: know you. Yeah, you know me, but you know I work for him. Yeah, right? yeah. he's, he's right telling there. me to do it. <clears throat> I know well, you're cool, but I will
0: stomp your chest because this is my job and how I pay my bills.
2: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And then you gotta, it, yeah, yeah, like I said before, man, you, you know how hard it is to explain that to a thug. Oh my God, yeah. And thug motherfuckers don't get it. They, no, they
0: don't want <laughs> they don't to give it. It. They don't they don't a shit to get it. I got plenty of family members that are exactly who they are, despite the fact that we have police officers in our family. They don't give a shit. He can <laughs> come around and they will sit on the, on the front porch smoking a blunt. Like, yo, what up, cuz? Like, do, do you not see me in my uniform? I'm here to arrest one of y'all like I'm not here to say what's up cuz tell your mom <laughs> to call me though uh, <laughs> you cannot uh, be 110% who you are all the time yeah no, you're right but when it comes I, down yeah, you to can, to, an extent,
2: to an extent to the time where you are a, if you're in a field if you're in a position in life where you could just be you yes you can you know, my no, you your truth
0: <laughs> when you find me a job where I can just sit on the couch and read a book let me know. That's why Michael If Jack- I can pay
1: my bills, I will do it. Uh. That's why Michael Jackson climbed trees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay, God. he had time to climb trees. That's why Dave that's Roll writes songs about skies being in the neighborhood. Then he gets money and time out the ass. Mm-hmm. I have none of those things. <laughs> but
0: no, I, mean, I heard you say podcast. But like I said, even yeah. though this is like a project for me, even mm-hmm. though this is important to me, it's still not who I am. I'm not this outgoing and boisterous and talking and having conversations because like I said, I don't like small talk. I don't mm-hmm. have these conversations all day long. These conversations are rare. Right? Like you don't yeah, have these straight yeah. up conversations every day all day long. People don't work that way. People love small talk. We can be at work all day long. Yeah. There are times where maybe we're all doing our own thing. We're not talking at all. Put some music going and maybe mm-hmm. we all tune like we'll into yep. something or yeah. someone talks about a yeah. joke or something. And I mean, we all jump in off. on it. But mm-hmm. when we're in our own
2: space in our own time, we're just being us. Like I said, we can. Well, not po- not every podcast you can have like every day. You don't need to do it every day. Sometimes it's good to if you have a podcast, like I said, and you record it, you can, you know, have your YouTube channel look at it. You know, yeah. I l- I look at that prime example for the Joe Budden podcast, and with his podcast, he'll have it, but he'll once a week or maybe twice a week he'll throw out the video of it. Mm-hmm. So people could see them yeah. act goofy and do things and get that persona like that. That
1: yeah. persona is a buildup, man. Cause
2: like, yeah. you're right. I, uh, people, when people
1: see me on the internet, I'm at, like, especially off of like Snapchat, I'm a musician. I'm an extrovert, as extroverted as I could possibly be. Like I take snaps all the time when people don't notice that I'm taking snaps, just make <laughs> yeah. weird faces ar- around people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I have a bunch of friends and they see this and they're just like, man, he's so hype. He's so hype. He's so lit. got you gotta have him come out. That's not how I am. I go home, I get fucking retarded high after my kids are eight, eight and are in bed, and well, I sit I around and watch fucking old movies. Like, that's the person that I am. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you know, said something to me, movies. like, not that long ago, like, you really, really loved love old westerns.
0: westerns. I was like, dude,
1: really? Yeah, nobody like, would take I, me for, like, a western. I'm like, a, I like westerns. I like, Wait, did,
2: did you, then what movie is this from?
1: Where are the white women at? Blazing Saddles. Okay, cool. That's not a western. That's a comedy. That's thing. a comedy <laughs> western. That's a comedy but western. If name, no. Like if you name anything from like from John Wayne, I could probably like off offhand or like uh, Chuck Holy Connors. Shit. I'm a huge Chuck Connors fan. That guy played ball. He was an actor. He was a TV show representative. Like that guy was. Uh, he was incredible. Oh, or like uh uh that uh, was the name of the dude. Oh, I can't. This is gonna kill me. <laughs> Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy <laughs> as many Westerns as he was on, you know what I mean? I watched all yeah. of, I watched all his content yeah. in Westerns because it was so cool. He played such a like, deep character every time he was in it. You know what I mean? He was a wacky looking dude, but he looked very normal as far as like the old West was considered. Yeah. Everything yeah. was acceptable. And I like that style of acting because it's not about effects. It's more or less about the characters in play because shit went on in the West. There's nothing yeah. you did. You did nothing all fucking day. A card game was probably the most entertaining thing or church was the most entertaining thing that you could do in like a week and a half to a month. Oh, hell yeah. Or build a tree house. That's How do you make over. that interesting? <laughs> it's the characters, what they do, where they go. You can just yeah. doing nothing for months and all of a sudden somebody come by and be like, hey, you go to California? Get your shit, and you go. That's an adventure. You know Hang what I mean. Hang up your wagon. Fuck yeah. So me. like when you have kids. So, so let me egg. let me hone. No, in they you. did back then. They just didn't give fuck.
0: Yeah. oh
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go down Daddy went away for a while. He went to jail. <laughs> no,
0: motherfucker. He no, went away. Not jail. I Would have told you jail. <laughs> so let me hone in the question and direct it straight at it.
1: Okay. No.
0: How much of the authentic, real you goes into the idea of starting a relationship? or giving up on a relationship as we're talking about the one that got away were you 110 percent who you are all the time or were you negotiating back and forth between who you needed to be for them wow that or put a who whole you wanted to be with them That put a
1: whole perspective on it for the one for for a couple of them i could say i was being more of me than they were them which is yeah. and like now that i look at it that's probably what fucked it all up. <laughs> the girl with the bass clap on on her chest. She like, like I said, we were very much so similar, but there yeah. were some things that were just like, they I could tell were her. You know what I mean? Like, fuck around, did do drugs, but like she would do other drugs, drugs that I don't fuck with at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I saw that, and I knew, no, I knew for a fact, like that's this was something that was that was her that she could just accept to do. You know what I mean? not the same kind of person see. so like mm. that would have caused the riff right there like I, as soon as you said that I was like maybe that was probably what fucking did it
0: oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe it wasn't me <laughs> that and like that's a big that's a big that's a big factor there man I,
1: I, I think else
2: for the current one I'm in I was just me yeah. good I that's, was just, it, that's I important. was just she never liked me she couldn't stand me mm. all I did was give her relationship advice and I remember what was our first date it wasn't supposed to be a date. Paranormal activity when it first came out. Oh man, it was cool. And then her boyfriend <laughs> called her phone and was like, You're cheating on me with that motherfucker. And I'm like, yo, I don't want your girl. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. I'm and just her. watching she a movie. She left, grabbed her shit, and then all of a sudden the next day she was my girl. Like it it she couldn't stand me. You're loud, you're annoying, you're boisterous. Uh I flirt with her whole all her I flirt with her and all her co-workers. On the public, hey, hey girls and
0: that is the basis of it that is the whole purpose of this podcast if you want to know how to be a good man you have to be willing to do the work ask the difficult questions and be ready to face and accept the difficult answers that you come up with so again for last man standing this is isaac maurice and is armando keep asking the important questions